You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast with Angie Cho, episode 31, Nine Star Holiday Dynamics with Rosalie Principali. Welcome to the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Together, they have over three decades of experience designing harmonious living spaces. Laura and Angie have guided thousands of people to shift their energy and revitalize their lives. Mindful Design School offers feng shui courses and certifications. Check us out at mindfuldesignschool.com. If you've been listening to us for a while or you're a newbie, welcome. And we hope you enjoy this earlier episode. I'm really excited about this episode because it's a conversation with one of my nearest and dearest mentors, Rosalie Principali. She is one of the three teachers of the BTB Masters Feng Shui program that takes place here in New York. And it's a three-year program that I graduated from. And Rosalie was my first mentor and actually probably one of my first mentors ever in life and she was truly a mentor. I mean, I, I tell people how she actually officiated my wedding um, with my husband and myself. And she's been truly a mentor to me and so supportive and really a wonderful, knowledgeable, supportive, amazing woman. And her specialty, she has a couple specialties. One is her focus on the nine stars, which um, we've talked about before in previous episodes and on her blog. And also she's um, an expert in the four pillars, which we've also touched upon. And so in this episode, Rosalie and I had a conversation a couple days ago about the dynamics that happen between different nine star numbers, which relates to, you know, one of the five elements and how to look at that during the holidays where um, our emotions are heightened and also feng shui applications to help us work through the holidays. So I really hope you enjoy this and definitely check out Rosalie Principali. She's a wonderful woman and a wonderful feng shui expert and master. You know, Thanksgiving is coming up and Christmas is coming up and other, the other holidays at the end of the year and New Year's. And um, I think the holidays creates a lot of, um, our emotions get heightened. There's a lot of s- situations that come up because we're with our families. And let's, let's first start with um, like, uh, what are the possible situations? Like, let's hear about what your family dynamics are during the holidays. <laughs> well, okay. So let me start by just saying thank you for inviting me. And I'm looking forward to our chat here today because who knows what's going to come up. <laughs> Um, I'm laughing because um, I come from a very outgoing Sicilian family who um, every time they got together, it was a party. A lot of laughing, a lot of joking, a lot of teasing, a lot of everything. It was like if you had uh, a stereotypical experience of what it's like to be around Sicilians, that would be it. (laughs) Yeah, my family's opposite. Quiet, Korean. Silence. <laughs> right. And and yet that's my mother's side of the family. My father's side of the family is more uh, contained. They still, they're great, they're loving, they're fun, but they aren't quite the exuberance of my mother's family. So, um, so yeah, so 
interesting that you asked me that question because, you know, my parents grew up in a time when things were really challenging and there wasn't a lot of entertainment like we have now. So their entertainment was getting together. And so they looked forward to that, and it seemed like all the pent-up energy from whatever stresses they had got released in all this fun-loving, you know, craziness, and having lots of people doing a million things at the same time. So it was, not everybody could handle that kind of an experience. Mm -hmm. It could be overwhelming for a lot of people. Yeah, and I think also, like for me, I live... In New York, and my family's in California, and one of my sisters is in, is in Washington D.C. So we, um, so you're away from your family a lot, a lot, and then you come together, and then you spend like a great, a more, a great deal, yeah, of time together, concentrated. And also, there's the traveling, which is, you know, of course, stressful always. And um, and then there's also um, the change of seasons. And also remembering maybe family that's not with us anymore. So a lot of emotions come up and 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 also you have maybe people staying with you, so your privacy <laughs> is invaded a little bit. So there's a so I just wanted to kind of think about like what are the the situations that can come up, but there's definitely um, an intense time during the holidays, right? You know, you just brought something up that I hadn't thought about either. Uh, with the distance, we've learned to be in our own spaces in our own way. And even though we have family members who've been with us for forever, there's like a warming up period, isn't there? Mm -hmm. You know, and some people jump right in and they're ready to go from, from, the, from the moment you get there. And others, it's like it takes a little bit more time for them to warm up to you. And yeah, so there's yeah. a lot of situations here we're talking about. Sure. Like when I come home, my husband always wants, he's like, I'm coming home. I need to get settled. I want to do this. I want to do that. And then we can like talk. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like an extended version of that. Some people need more time. Whereas like I'm more metal, I might just like jump, jump right into it, which <laughs> right. is um, which isn't what we're getting into with our topic today is um, how to look at each element. So hopefully um, my listeners have listened to I think the episode was last year where we looked at how to calculate your nine star key number and how that relates to each of the five elements. And um, and also there's a blog post about it. So we'll be sure on the website on the podcast website, which is uh, www.holisticspaces.com slash podcast. We'll have a link to those uh, previous episodes and information on how to calculate your own number. And also, it, we would encourage you to calculate the numbers of your families. It's, it'll help you learn more about each, each number and really see how they relate to each other. And this is how I learned nine stars, really. Like, Rosalie taught me nine stars. And then... I immediately started to apply it to my family and friends and classmates. And you really can um, start to own it once you see it happening around you. You know, I would add one other thing, too, since we're talking about the holidays, right? It may be, a, may be impossible to do everybody's number that you're going to come into contact with over a period that you're with family or whatever. But you might want to pick either the people that you know you get along with the best mm -hmm. and see what their numbers are and how they relate to your numbers. And then look at the people that challenge you or that make you uncomfortable mm -hmm. and see if you can figure out what the dynamic is there. Because the nine stars is perfect for that because it's all about how the elements interact with one another. And it gives us insight on how to, well, one, it gives you compassion, I think, and dealing with the differences in um, personalities and elements. And it also gives you some tools, which we'll get into maybe later, tools on how to work with 
them. But I think that it generates compassion so you can start to understand where it's coming from. And then you can also learn to work with it and work with yourself. And I think that comes also because when we get caught up in an emotion, it really helps us to find a way to step back. Mm -hmm. And looking at something like a nine star number is really like stepping back. So it gives you a broader perspective. Very, an objective perspective. Right. So, um, so yeah, so let's jump, just jump into it with um, how each element might feel with the twist of the holidays involved. So why don't we start with wood? And, and so Rosalie will talk, if you can just give a brief overview, but in light of the holidays, and that's going to give probably enough information to give an overview on each element. So right. with wood. Right. So and Rosalie's um, wood. So, <laughs> in my nine star numbers. In her I'm, nine star I'm, numbers. I'm yeah. wood. But it's important to notice that there are two kinds of wood. So there's the uh, young wood or young wood even that's a, um, like a small tree or a blade of grass. And we move with the wind. We're very flexible. We can uh, change courses immediately. I mean, it's, it's easy for us to have an, be having a conversation about our opinions and suddenly change our opinions. Um, whereas if you were um, the um, big tree kind of wood, the yin wood, it might be harder. First of all, I mean, so so for me in a party situation, a, a young wood person or uh, three wood like I am would be really great in a cocktail party situation because we love sort of flitting around, chatting with people. We don't have to stay long, but we just like to, you know, bring a buzz to it and, you know, and then move on. Whereas a four wood person moves much slower Mm -hmm. and it may be harder for them to adjust to a situation that maybe a three wood would jump right into. Mm -hmm. Uh, And if they're uncomfortable, it may take you longer to get them to move off point. So I'm thinking even like I've had a lot of friends who are four woods and I'm ready to dance and I'm ready to party, but they are not dancing. They are just not dancing. They want to stand there and watch. Because they're like a tree. Because they're like a big tree that's deeply rooted and they're not moving, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So So so, for the holidays. So for the holidays, it may be hard for them. A four wood person may be hard for them to pick themselves up, move into a whole new Mm. environment, and then be comfortable enough to let their guard down. That's what I'm guessing. Be, like to be in a room of Sicilians. And like three wood people. Yeah, and Rosalie's family. <laughs> or fire people. Or just to travel somewhere and be uprooted from your home could be challenging. Right. On the other hand, I think they might handle the challenges better on the surface because you wouldn't know that they were <laughs> upset, whereas a three wood might be more expressive mm-hmm. and let you know about the everything that went wrong on the way <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, and the four wood would also maybe... Um, be well they can pick up the energy pretty well They're in the room very though. sensitive four wood yeah. people are super psychic sensitive they know they walk into maybe that's another reason why they they're slower to react probably because they're busy taking everything in and trying to figure out what's happening. And there's a lot happening because I think the holidays are very emotionally charged. Uh, yeah. There's too much going on. Yeah. So um what about fire? Well fire is like a flame. And, and if you watch a flame, it's not very static, is it? It's always bouncing around, jumping around, stuff like that. So fire people um, usually like the limelight or they're comfortable in the limelight, although some of them are shy, you know, uh, but they're very heartfelt. And, and, the, and the ones that like the limelight, I think, would be, you know, uh, very comfortable in large groups uh, with my Sicilian family. They would have a blast because mm-hmm. <laughs> there's always so much activity going on mm-hmm. and, and fire doesn't want to be limited. They just don't 
put, don't put baby in the corner kind of thing, right? <laughs> Fire wants to be moving around too. And it's also, because they're so heartfelt, I think um, the holidays really brings families together and it's very heart-centered. So either it can be really good or it could be really, really challenging sad, yeah. because if, if, we, as we talked about, you know, many things can happen over a holiday season. You know, it starts out with a lot of enthusiasm and love and fun, and then depending upon the dynamics going on in the family, if it hits a road bump, that could be hard for a fire person. Mm-hmm. They may just need to withdraw a little bit mm-hmm. to get back there because they want to inspire people. They want to light up the room, and they may may need to step back a second to get some recharging too. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's move on to Earth. And by the way, we're going in a productive order. <laughs> if you, if anyone picked up on that, because wood creates fire, creates earth, creates metal, creates water, and then cycles back to wood. So now we're on earth. Right. So earth to me, uh, when, I, when I think about an earth person, I think of somebody who's so warm and so caring and so comfortable in their skin, and they don't need to be in the limelight. They're just there and they're happy. Earth and balance. Yeah. Earth. When it's in balance. When it's in balance, right. Yeah. And my experience with Earth people is that when I see them, I just can't wait to go over and give them a hug. <laughs> They're that homey down Earth. So if you have a mom who's an Earth person, so she's probably done everything to set this up. So everything is going to be perfect. She, she cares about everybody. There's a warmth and enthusiasm. She does things with ease. You know, the food is cooked. The, the setting is just ideal. And, and she wants everybody to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, when Earth is out of balance, well, what would they do? I mean, they, uh, I'm not even sure what it is. They might be trying too hard to please everyone. They may and, not be able to yeah. do what they really want to do because they're yeah, true. And get overwhelmed because there's a lot of things that you need to care for over the holidays. Like even just making a dinner for a lot of people. Uh, yes, that can. Uh, but also Earth can get kind of stubborn, right? Mm. So so Earth can be either uh, maybe so flexible it's like sand they just all over the place and you can't get them to focus on what they're doing or maybe which is like two a, earth right the sand yeah, well yeah it could be the two earth mm-hmm. um but it's but or they could be like that mountain eight earth which is they're they're solid they're steady they may not be that exciting necessarily but but they're dependable you know they're there and 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 they're going to be a little quirky so then maybe that's one of your aunts or uncles who comes in always dressed a little strange or with strange things to talk <laughs> about or having had you know really wild and interesting experiences so um but but they're solid you know, and the five, five earth and the five earth. Well, hmm, I don't know that we actually apply characteristics to the five earth because oh. they're they're more like spiritual earth. They're, but five earth is all about power. I mean, it's a power. It's the center of if you're familiar with the Bagua, which I'm sure you are if you're listening to this um, uh, blog uh, blog post. Um, it's it, they're the center of the uh, Bagua, so they have a lot of power, and yeah. they either they. If you're a woman, you're probably, during the holidays, going to be busy taking care of everybody. Well, you know what I found with when five a five-earth person is around me, especially during something like the holidays or when something's happening, I feel very safe with them there because they've gotten... A, like, I have to take care of things a lot of times, but if there's a five-earth... They're going to take can, care of they it. They take care of it, and it's. I feel... I actually feel very safe and relieved when a five-earth is around because I know... They got it. You can rest. You can rest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Plus the fact that Earth feeds your metal. 
<laughs> yes, exactly. So they nurture you at the same time. Mm-hmm. And for men, if a man's a five earth, well, I guess he'd be rather sociable because he probably is some kind of a leader in his community and his work. He's used to having a lot of people around them. So I imagine he would be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. And let's move on to metal, which we met. So earth has five numbers, which is two, five, and eight. And metal is um, six and seven. Correct. So there's two different kinds of metal. But remember how I said earlier that if I met an earth person, I would just want to give him a hug? Mm-hmm. When I meet a metal person, I just know not to give them a hug. <laughs> they're, they're more reserved. Their energy is more internal. Um, they might be more mental. They could be a heck of a lot of fun, especially if they're a seven metal. They can be very charming, and they could be the absolute life of the party. Um, I remember one time talking to one of our colleagues who's a seven metal, and I was trying to understand um, a comment that my teacher had made about seven metal, how uh, they might, uh, their behavior might end up embarrassing them. And I went, what does he mean by that? And our colleague turned around and says, oh, I know exactly what that means. (laughs) It means I've been out at a party. I drank a little bit too much. I jumped up on the bar and I made a total fool of myself and didn't have a clue until the next day. So that's how a seven metal might act during the holidays. Well, they'll be charming. They'll be fun. They'll be chatty. Um, They'll be... Um, yeah, they'll, they, they've got a lot of, they want to have fun. They want to play. they would own that. They would absolutely own yeah. that. The seven metal is like the child that never grew up. Mm-hmm. And there's one in every family. So it's, they might, they might seem a little irresponsible though, to yeah. the earth person or to the wood person. So the metal person, so the seven metal person would probably enjoy the holidays. Oh yes. They would yeah. probably, everybody be waiting for the seven metal person to show up to start having fun. Okay. <laughs> And, um, but then the six metal, six metal is very different. A six metal is, it's again, very much like the dichotomy that we have when we talked about wood, where the seven is very, very active and the six is more internal. The six is uh, more likely to, rather than have fun at the party, take over and start fixing things and doing things. Uh, I remember being at parties with some of my friends who were six metals and I didn't know where they went. And then I'd find them in the kitchen helping the hostess or rearranging something or fixing something that didn't go right and stuff like that because they're so good at that. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I, I, I feel bad because I really want, I being a fire person and a wood person, I want to bring them out to have fun, you know, mm-hmm. but they're, that's where they're most comfortable. So, so, but a six metal person too. So if you're, say you're in a family um, with uh, a member who's six metal, they're really, really, really intense in this way. They're very hard on themselves. They are perfectionist to the, I don't know what degree, you know? And so sometimes they will appear to you to be judgmental of you and others. And critical, which could be an issue during the holidays. People can start to feel criticized. Absolutely. And you know what? It can be obvious where they really are being critical. But I've also noticed that sometimes with six metal people, they're not really criticizing you, but you think they are. They're good at doing that. I'm six metal. <laughs> but you think they do it purposely? Oh, no. Well, I think, I think they're just, just criticizing, but that's just, it's like normal for them. Right. And they don't even, but it's really it's sort of like they've got their own internal standard mm-hmm. by which everything should be done. And so if, if everything isn't working to that standard, it kind of makes them uncomfortable and they kind of want to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, 
which makes everybody else feel like, wait a minute, we're just trying to have fun. Yeah. So it's hard. I know like I can see it in a lot of friends that are six medals too. Um, you, you just really can't understand why they can't do this thing the way that you think that you should, it should be done. <laughs> and it, and then it becomes an issue. And, and then if it's out of, if your metal is out of balance, you can really get stuck on it and not let go of it. You know, and the important thing I think when you're doing anything with the elements is to understand that this is the person's nature. You, and this you, is where the compassion comes up. Yes, because because so many times we try to change, with feng shui even, people will say, you know, I'm trying to get my husband to be this way. I want my wife to be that way. Well, first thing you have to honor is what are they? What is their, what is their real nature? Mm-hmm. And are you really going to ask a fire person to not be a fire person? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like taking away their life chi. So it's like trying to figure out how to work with that person, how to dance around that person. And to me, having been around a lot of six metal people, it's been good for me because I tend to blame myself for everything, too. Oh, yeah. And, and so so when you're around a six metal person, maybe it's an opportunity to just sit back and go, OK, I didn't really do anything wrong. It's cool. Let them just be and mm-hmm. do what they need to do. Mm-hmm. Because probably if you do that, then they'll get over it much faster. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, how, well, so then how do you think a six medal would um, be affected by the holidays? Well, I think it could be very stressful. Yeah. Especially if they're in charge. Uh, especially if they're the head of the family, especially if they're the hostess. They're hosting, yeah. Because, oh my gosh, they would want everything to be perfect. And they would notice every little thing that wasn't perfect. So maybe if you were, uh, actually, maybe I should ask you this question. Mm-hmm. If I were a guest in your home and you were stressed out, wh- how would you want me to react to you so that you can relax? Oh, well, oh, um, because probably just give me some space to let you do your thing yeah. for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, that's important because so, so many of us had had mothers who were very perfectionist and it may be, even if they're not six metal type, uh, they may express in a six metal kind of way. So just give them the space, let them, you know, and maybe I would say compliment them. Mm, I would say, yeah. let them know what a great job they're doing. Mm-hmm. Let them know that everybody's having a blast and whenever they're, you know, ready, come join the party. You know, also like... I guess this is a less evolved way to handle a six metal that's um, getting stressed out. But you could also just let them boss you around for a while. <laughs> well, there is there is a lot to be learned to letting somebody boss you around. Right. Like, um, I mean, that's not the best way for me if I was stressed out as a six metal in, the ho- in a holiday situation. Just to let you be. Yeah. But if I'm but if but it might be helpful to be like, well, can you do this? I would be like, can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do this? And just to have people do things might that give would, me some space. But not every six metal will do that. Oh, that's true. I know a few six metals that won't even let me into their kitchen. But <laughs> but if it's a family situation where, because family is close during the holidays, so that's a different dynamic. But if it's friends, it's like with friends, I would never do that. 
Right, right. Tell them what to do. But right. with family, with family, I might do that. Right. So it's a, well. So you're yeah. the opposite because I have um, a relative who's a six medal, and it's just get out of her way, be a very good, <laughs> gracious uh, 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 guest, mm-hmm. <laughs> applaud, and yeah. get on with it, and enjoy the fact that she's so good at what she does. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so let's move on to water. So let's talk about like the basics of water, people, especially during the holidays. Well, the thing about water is that they have almost two different qualities to them. So water people are, can be very social. Um, you know, the energy of water, uh, if you pour water into a glass, is that it's going to move down. So the same way that fire is flitting up and around, water just wants to drop and go down. So on the one hand, they could be very social and be out there and party, 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 and then all of a sudden... The switch will get flipped, and now they need some quiet time, and they need to withdraw. So one would hope that they could time it to the parties <laughs> and yeah. be on when it's time to be on, and then to maybe get some space. And then, So you may find a water person just quiet in the corner mm. or being the life of the party. Well, maybe an important thing for a water person, if they're, if they're traveling somewhere and staying somewhere else to get a hotel room that's that's a little bit away so you can go away for a while wonderful idea because then that gives them that time to recharge their batteries Mm -hmm. and same if you're the host maybe be forthcoming and say like hey i need some space or to go take a nap if you need it or or let your family members know that you might disappear yeah or get your parents a a hotel room (laughs) (laughs) just having some separation might be good very good idea yeah um Okay, well, let's also talk about, we, we touched on it a little bit, but how is each element um, maybe going to interact with other elements during the holidays? So right. we could start with wood again. So wood is going to get along really well with fire mm-hmm. because they're really supporting them. So, but in the process, they may feel a little drained because mm-hmm. the fire is going to burn them up. Yeah. So just know that you may have an awful lot of fun if you're a wood person around a fire person, but they'll be, you'll need to take care of yourself. You'll need to make sure you eat, you rest, you take care of yourself so that you can feel still like you're in one piece at the end of the holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, um, now, wood with earth, earth. Um, wood has a tendency to control the earth or to keep it from getting too stuck. So if you find yourself with... Uh, say your favorite uncle who has a lot of opinions and and is kind of stubborn. If you find yourself trying to change his mind, just remind yourself, wait a minute, (laughs) maybe that's not the thing to do with the party. Right? Just the, just the fact that you're there, you're creating this natural balance between the two of you. Mm-hmm. With metal, a wood person with a round and metal person <clears throat> might feel that they're being chopped a little bit. So they may get um, cut off when they're speaking. They may start to feel like they're not doing things right or something like that. In which case, I think just remove yourself for a little bit. Get around some water. Let your people. arms, let your limbs grow back. Let your, yeah, give, <laughs> give, your, give your branches time to recover. <laughs> Have some water, change the pace. Yeah. Don't stick around. <laughs> or go to the water person. Go to, go to the water person because the water is going to feed and support you, mm-hmm. right? So 
I guess the same thing is true with okay, let's let's do fire person then, right? So fire, yeah. So so we went through all the woods, yeah. So fire, how would a fire person work with? Do you want to start with wood again? Sure. Well, yeah. the fire person is going to love a wood person because they're going to just keep fueling them and yeah. you know and supporting them and stuff like that. So that's not a problem. Just maybe <clears throat> maybe just notice if they start looking like their their branches are getting a little limp <laughs> mm-hmm. along the way. Um, fire person is going to get along well with an earth person. But again, all those bound, an earth an earth person is all about boundaries, right? So their boundaries might feel a little stifling to the fire person, in which case it may be a little draining for them. Around metal, the fire person may not realize that they're actually reformulating the metal person. They're trying to change them. They're trying to uh, control them and stuff, but they may feel drained by it. And then around water, fire and water are opposites. Mm-hmm. So on the one hand, um, fire energy is very out there and bubbling, but the water can put you out. So maybe they go find that wood person. Go find that wood person or get a little space. Yeah. Give yourself permission during the holidays to just take a time out, mm-hmm. you know, and just go outside and look at the stars for a little bit, you mm-hmm. know. And then uh, it's moving on to earth. So earth with wood. Er- earth with wood. Well, on the one hand, it is a complementary kind of uh, balance because the earth is giving the tree some place to stand. Mm-hmm. But then the, 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 the tree is going to keep you, try to keep you fertile. So if you start getting stubborn and the tree starts, you know, straightening you out, just maybe that's a signal that maybe I got too stuck here. Let me, let me get a little, let, let me watch my boundaries here and make sure that I don't get too crazed mm-hmm. out here. Mm-hmm. Um, with metal, the earth person might feel a little drained around metal because mm-hmm. it nurtures the metal. And where Earth wants to have their boundaries and Earth wants to be caring and taking care of everything, a metal person is going to be much more internal. So it'd be a little harder for the Earth person. Mm-hmm. Um, with with the water, water, the Earth might have a tendency to want to keep them from going all over the place. So just what you, what you need to notice is when you're in these circumstances, are you feeling like you're supporting the person or are you trying to limit them or contain them in some way? Mm. And then you'll know if you're trying to contain somebody else, that's going to drain you eventually. Yeah. And so did we, did we skip earth with fire? No, I don't think we did, but we talked, but we didn't, did we talk about metal? No. But okay, let's go on to you metal. Want, if you want to go earth and well, fire. Well, let's just do earth and fire in case we skip that. Yeah. Uh, since, since, um, since fire nurtures earth, earth would be very happy around fire. It would warm them up. Okay. So what? So now we'll go to metal. So metal with wood. Metal is going to want to chop the wood. Yeah. It's going to get very tiring for the metal person. Depends. It depends. It depends on whether they're the six metal, which is the big axe. And it depends on which tree it is. Or it could be like the little, the seven metal with the bonsai. Right. It could be the seven metal with the three wood, you know, and they're just trimming their tree and stuff. But, or it could be the six metal with the four wood who's taking an ax to the big tree. Either way, the metal's going to get dulled. Yeah. The metal's going to get dulled. And, um, uh, Metal with fire. And metal with fire could be really challenging because the fire is going to basically melt the metal. And that can be a really challenging situation. So uh, I guess it depends on who's got the more enthusiasm and and the better energy. You know, the whole everything depends on what your energy is like, Mm -hmm. you know, and. Um, as you know, Angie, you know, most of us who do feng shui do meditation and other things too. So it might be a good idea here to just point out that 
you know, keep your energy strong. Mm-hmm. Make sure whatever um, rituals that you've had at home, whether it's morning meditations or a walk in nature or something, that you try to do that during the holidays. I think that's really important. And also getting enough sleep, eating well. Those things are all important. Absolutely. And taking, having a lot of self-care during this time. And, you know, before we move on, I think it's also important to, to remember that these five elements, we all have a little bit of, you know, there's, you're not just metal or, you know, um, my number is metal. Your, your main number is wood, but we, there's, there's actually, I haven't gone into this on the podcast or, um, on the blog, but there are other numbers too that you have just like with your Western astrology, there's more than, you're not just a Leo, there's other planets there. So there's other numbers there, but, and we, we have, um, aspects of all of these in our lives, but it's also about like, maybe what do you lean more towards and what's like a kind of, um, inherent way that you look at the world. And you, you mentioned it earlier before we start, started this podcast that sometimes what happens around the holidays is the stress makes us revert to our childhood which is your second number behavior which, yeah which is another number too but you can also think about yeah what was how what are was you like as, a as a child yeah because that, that's very common to happen mm-hmm. so you may be looking at all this and going well I did my numbers and this doesn't sound like me mm-hmm. well maybe because um, the situation is stressful for you and you go into this other number and then you just like Angie said, just go back and look at what was I like as a child? Mm-hmm. You know, is this what happened to me? You mm-hmm. know, and is this who I want to be right now? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But although, although your principal number really is how you are and that's still going to underlie a lot of things. It's very, it's very much like astrology, which is your sun sign. It's who you are deep, deep down underneath it all. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, so I think we left off with metal and fire. So metal and earth is next. So metal. Metal is going to do well with earth because it it feeds it and nurtures it. Yeah, just like when we were talking about earlier, when I have a five earth around me, I feel very secure because they take care of everything. But also they They nurture you. Earth nurtures metal because metal comes from earth. Right. Okay, metal and water. So metal feeds water. So metal could be drained by the water. Um, but by the same token, the water is going to be fed by the metal. So it's, it's a complimentary kind of thing. It's like, there's nothing, you know what, if, if we expect all the time to be nurtured in our life, it's unrealistic because in nature, these elements are all in existence and they not only support one another, but they, they control one another and they drain one another. Mm -hmm. So I think it's going with the flow as much as you can for the holidays. Mm And so let's finally look at water and wood. Uh, water feeds wood, so it might be drained because it's going to, you know, disappear and stuff like that. But um, but the wood's going to feel good. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> Maybe again, that complementary relationship. <laughs> well, if you find the people that nurture you and find the people that you nurture, then maybe the whole family can be happy then. <laughs> yeah. Well, that would be great if there's a good balance of everyone, <laughs> that's right? right? And that's right. also something fun and interesting to look at if you want to do the numbers of, you know, people in your, your immediate family. Um, and also, you know, before you go to an event or you go stay with someone, maybe if you're staying with some family, you can look up their numbers and kind of get a sense of what the dynamic might be. Um, okay. So water and fire. Water is going to try to put out the fire, you know, so fire won't like that. And again, it depends, you know, in in all this, it depends on how much water and how much fire we're talking about, right? Mm -hmm. A little drop of water on a forest fire is not going to do much. 
it's going to just disappear. The water's going to disappear. But, you know, uh, a lot of water on a small flame, just going to put it out. Either way, it's going to kind of change the nature of both of them, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Okay, and then water with earth? Yeah, water's not going to be too happy around earth because water just wants to flow and be. And earth is all about boundaries and limits, and um, water doesn't want to be stopped. So might be a little uncomfortable. Mm. And finally, water with metal. Water's going to love metal because yeah. they're feeding and supporting them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I should be hanging out with a lot of water people. When I'm out, I don't know if anyone's water in my family. Earth people, too. Oh, earth people, too. Oh, yeah, like the five earth. Actually, you know, that's a good point. You should have... Oh, no, I should have... be with the earth people, not the water well, people. Well, but you know, it probably is a good idea to be with water people because, you know, in feng shui, we say that what you, as you give to others, you get back. That's so, true. So if you have people to nurture you when you need to be nurtured mm-hmm. and then have somebody to give to, mm-hmm. um, that's kind of a... Kind of a be a good model to check and see how that works in families. I've never actually looked at it this way. I have to see what my, I have to, I can't remember what my family is offhand now. No, my dad's a seven metal. My mom is an eight earth. My sister is a four, one sister is a four wood and the other sister is a seven metal. Wow. Yeah. So it's the four oh, wood, no. it's the four wood we have to be careful, we have to wait, worry 1980, about. <laughs> wait, 19, no, you're 1984. 1984 is... Seven metal, right? Yeah. 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 So two seven metals. My dad's a seven metal. Well, um, a lot um, of, a lot of metal in your family. Yeah. Like your mom is busy feeding all of you guys. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, um, okay. Well, before we wrap up, maybe we could just talk about some solutions that we can look at like feng shui solutions or, you know, behavioral, well, we were talking earlier about making behavioral changes to um, kind of soothe the heightened emotions during the holidays. Right. But I liked um, what you talked about was something, some just some generic things. Yeah. Like, you know, bringing essential oils with you, mm-hmm. having incense in your room, if that's what helps you. Um, you why don't you talk about that? Well, because you mentioned it. Yeah, earlier. one thing like like carrying around orange, either buying fresh oranges and using the scent of fresh orange peel, or getting an uh, essential oil oil orange spray to spray around your like if you're staying in a hotel room for instance because you there's a lot of different energy there that's not your own and it you can really clear the space a little bit with that or also if you have people staying at your house to um spray that to freshen it up so it so it's more your home and not their energy if that's what you need um also like we were joking earlier before we started the podcast about if you if you don't want your if family, if you're hosting and you don't want your family or your or people to stay very long, you can place them out of command so they're not comfortable and they won't be staying with There's you very the, long. The bedroom outside the 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 door that's that, that's close to the door and stuff like that. Yeah, and, put the yeah. bedroom close, like put them in the bedrooms closest to the door or to move. You could even move the bed so it's like not in the best position because it doesn't hurt them for like a few nights, but then they don't stay very long. But you know. Well, it sounds strange to us, but the Chinese don't confront issues directly. At least they didn't. 
Okay. What they would do is they would work with energy. Mm-hmm. And knowing that when your bedroom is close to the door, the impulse is to want to get you out of the house and not stick around. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sort of like not mean. It's just working with the energetics. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. But but also, I mean, and, and again, this may take a whole nother podcast, but like the... Um, if, if you have a wood person and you have an earth person and the wood is always trying to control the earth, how would the behavior change? Well, what we look at is what's the element that bridges wood and earth? So the element between the two is fire, mm-hmm. right? So what does that mean? Well, fire is being heartfelt, being uh, inspiring people. So If you were dealing just with two people and they were always in this confrontational kind of mode, you might ask them to think about each of them, about how they might express some fire energy. So can they be inspirational? Can they be supportive? Can they um, do, can they be more heartfelt? which is what a fire person would do. Often what you do is you see when, you're, when you work with couples that often their numbers are confrontational and then their children just happen to be born in the element that they needed to smooth the energy out. Mm-hmm. So if you don't, you don't have a child at this point, I'm telling you, you have a kid, but behave that way. So if you're dealing with fire and metal, which I said could be really harsh on the metal, then... I would say you need to bring some earth energy in. So earth energy is caring, taking care of people, but it's also about taking care of yourself and setting boundaries. You know, especially during the holidays, know what your limits are. Know who you are. Look back at what it's been like in the past. Are you going to be able to sit through three days with multiple events? Are you good like that? If not, well, what do you need? Do you need to take a break? Do you need to go for a walk? Sometimes I would do that with my family as much as I, I love their exuberance. It's time for a walk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get me out in nature and stuff like that. So, you know, just think about, I think the most important thing is to know yourself and to have have boundaries for yourself so that you don't overwhelm yourself. I think boundaries is a very important word around the holidays. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because yeah. we get carried away, and, and then if you're drinking and you're partying, and then you know when when you get caught up in that excitement, you kind of it's too late before you realize. Whoops, I'm 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 exhausted now, and I'm in a bad cranky mood. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, um, and also boundaries makes me think of like you know maybe there's family members that don't have appropriate boundaries, and that sort of those issues come up. And finally, let's just touch upon like maybe the sadness that people may be feeling over the holidays with you know remembering family or or if they can't be around their family or if they're estranged from their family that's a really good point because you know we think about the holidays we think about all the fun and the excitement Mm -hmm. but not everybody has good memories of holidays it was I was always shocked to find that out that I had friends who always were sad and unhappy during the holidays Mm -hmm. because of the way they grew up so um Goodness, I think if you're if you're not with your family, and you're 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 not traveling, I would I would say again, try to figure out how you're going to feel good about yourself. Does that mean you know setting up uh, appointments to meet with friends who are still in the city? I mean, not everybody has family to go to, so maybe that's the time to reach out to others who are not traveling, mm-hmm. and maybe just have dinner together or, or do something together mm-hmm. um, to sort of create that sort of 
connection and create a different family in a sense and, and create a family of choice <laughs> yeah and like a, a feng shui adjustment we can do with that is maybe activate the family area very good point yeah with the plant or right yeah right fam- the plant could be something like a new plant that you find Right. That would be, that would be, yeah, that would be a good solution. So, mm-hmm. so, but, but the most important thing is think about yourself. What do mm-hmm. you need, mm-hmm. you know, and how do you make it? How do you make it happen? Because it's very easy. You know, if you're a single person living in a big city, I know I've done it many times. It's like, you know, I don't know that I need a Christmas tree, do I? I mean, the poor thing's going to die and then I have to toss it out, you oh, know? Yeah. So, but what I've done instead is I've gone out and gotten plants or I've done other things. If I don't want to go through all the hoopla of mm-hmm. doing that just for myself but do something special for yourself make it important for you even if you just stay home meditate and give your you know take a warm bath with nice um, uh, um, salts and stuff like that but do something nice for yourself mm-hmm. and you know actually I over the holidays I see my families but then I actually get sad I think when I come home because it's so nice to be with them and I feel taken care of because my parents are still around and they kind of take care of me. And then it's a little bit easier because I'm not in the midst of work and I'm not overwhelmed with work as much. And then I come back and it's kind of like, sometimes I feel like a little sad. Yeah. Because it's back to the real world. Well, you know, part of it is just, you know, understanding that energy isn't always up anyway. Right. Right. So when you understand energy, it it goes through cycles. So if you know that when you come home, that's how you're going to feel first, accept it because Mm -hmm. fighting it doesn't make it any better. Right. Doesn't change Uh, it. It doesn't doesn't change. It makes it worse because it's like taking energy and constricting it. it makes it more painful. So, but do something nice for yourself and, and maybe, I don't know, just, you know, maybe just touch base with them for a while afterwards. So you ease the transition kind of thing, but you really have to take care of yourself then. Actually, that's a good point because what you did was you found out what made you feel good. So that's good. Mm -hmm. Now you got to figure out how to translate it to your own space. And like you said, maybe you take time where you don't go jump right back into work. Mm-hmm. You know, and you pamper yourself a little bit because that sounds like what you're saying is you were pampered a little bit, you know. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Because like they pick us up from the airport. It's a little easier. Yeah. I don't know. It's nice because I feel a little I feel secure. Like maybe uh-huh. it's like my mom, the earth again. Yeah. But um, I think also like something that just popped into my head, like like thinking of the family area, the Bagua again. Like Maybe I could bring something home that relates to my family and, and put it in the family area. Or put it in the. You know, you could also you could also like you had mentioned bringing in a plant and stuff because part of what's happening is it is the family area of the bagua, but I wonder if it isn't just the um, the uh, career area too because it's yeah, water. That's what I was when you come back, it's sort of like it's like you've had all these festivities which are fire, mm-hmm. and now they're over, and the tendency is. The fire is gone, so now you sink down. So now you want to lift yourself up a little bit. So without going back and, listen, we don't want to stay in that party mood all the time because that's not possible, right? Mm -hmm. But but just something to lift your own energy, whether it's a plant, whether it's your pets. Most of us have, Mm -hmm. many of us have pets. So, you know, do do the things, be, be aware of it, notice it, and then figure out what you need. Yeah, I actually, the, uh, the career area, um, also occurred to me too because also related to ancestors too and and right but um just so for the listeners the family area is on my bagua's um new beginnings since the green area and then the 
career area is called path in life also and it's in the, it's a black area on the right. Bagua map right so well i think we gave um our listeners a lot of food for thought and I hope so. <laughs> um and i think i'd really love to hear back from people about what they learned about their family dynamics. I think it's very, very interesting. Um, and thank you so much, Rosalie, for everything. Oh, you're welcome. And I think if you get some feedback, we should talk about this because I've, I've never really thought about doing any research on this and seeing how this works. Yeah, we should do and, a study. And you, know, and you should look at Angie's website because she has a lot of products that could help. Um, I, I have a couple of your... Um, Mandalas? Mandalas that are just wonderful. Um, so, you know, look look at some of those as ways to help your own cheese stay strong. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Rosalie. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this earlier episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. Now you can tune in every Monday for a new podcast episode. If you like our podcast and this episode, please share the podcast with others. Subscribe and even better, leave a review. If you'd like to explore the world of holistic spaces and feng shui on an even deeper level, please visit our website, online store, and blog for more information about feng shui and holistic living. You can visit holisticspaces.com. Support the podcast by checking out our certification and mini courses at mindfuldesignschool.com. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week.